Welcome to the VU Tourism Podcast and I'm Koji Benton Williams. The VU Tourism Podcast is dedicated to Africa's travel and tourism industry, where leaders from the private and public sectors get to talk to us. You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, Google Podcasts, and wherever I get your podcasts. My conversation today is on the incredible growth trajectory of the Radisson Hotel Group in Africa. The group's vice president development for Africa and Turkey, Ramzi Rankusi, discusses the operations in Africa and gives details on the newly announced seven hotels in Africa during the AHIV conference in Nairobi, Kenya. Welcome to the Beauty's Tourism Podcast, and I'm in Nairobi, where uh, we are having the African Hotel Investment Forum. I've been joined by senior officials from Radisson uh, Hotel Group, and I'll let him introduce himself. Ramsey, good to see you again. Thank you. Thank you to have me. introduce yourself for my Sure. So, my name is Ramsey Rankusi, and I'm the head of development for Africa and Turkey for Radisson Hotel Group. Ah, great. And we're back here again. We're here, you know, in 2018. Correct. And... um, just on this conference, what has been your impression in the last two days? No, I think as you mentioned, last time we were here was 2018. I think it's good to be back, good to be back in East Africa. And I think good to see the positive hope and, and I think trust and confidence. I think everyone post-COVID was still a bit, you know, skeptical and were actually doubting how the recovery would be. And I think everyone has confirmed that, you know, from air traffic to, you know, international travelers, but also to trading performance of hotel and the industry itself, is actually outperforming and doing even better than pre-COVID levels. And I think that is giving a sign of, of confidence in a, in, a, in a positive future. Now, today you announced seven new hotels, you know, adding to your rich you know, portfolio in Africa. Tell us more about that. Yes, correct. So today we have announced seven hotels, which complement our existence today of, of roughly 100 hotels in operation and under development. And I think a few years back we had made a target of 150 by, you know, the next five years. And I think that statement today reaffirm uh, our objective and suddenly reaffirm that we are on that trajectory. I think part of those seven signings is certainly a momentum that we have maintained for the last 24 months in terms of growth, but also as a good diversification in terms of our portfolio, in terms of geographies, market segment, and also positioning. I mean, if we take some of those seven signings, one of them is a market entry now in, in Gambia and Banjul, where we'll be the first. Why Gambia, if I may ask? Look, it's an opportunity where we felt there was, you know, uh, an opportunity of the market. There was no international operator. We were capable to find, you know, uh, a PPP uh, partnership between private and public uh, partners. Where I think that was the right equation for us to feel confident in the materialization of this project. And I think it had all the equation to support both business and leisure offerings for the for the country. So I think that was one. I think also, you know, Nigeria has remained a key focused market for us, where we're already present. In, uh, in Lagos, but we certainly want to extend further in Abuja and enter into those markets and reinforce our presence. We have announced a Radisson collection in Abuja, a Radisson Blue in Abuja, and also the introduction of Radisson Red that has been extremely successful in South Africa now to enter into Lagos. So I think Nigeria will continue its momentum also, and I think we're pleased to see more or less all our core brands being uh, represented now in the country. We have also announced uh, in North Africa with Alger and another Radisson collection in, in Egypt. And then eventually today, as being based here in Nairobi with you, we have also announced a forced property in, in Kenya next to the Nairobi airport. For those who don't understand your different uh, brands, can you run us through? Sure. So eventually, I mean, we have, you know, in total uh, nine core brands, but the reality of it, when we look at Africa itself, we're probably really, truly developing five. 
and those one are anything from upper mid scale to uh, luxury that would be on the luxury level Radisson collection uh, then you know you have your core upper upscale brand which is actually our leading brand across Europe but also one of the most represented here uh, across Africa which is Radisson Blue kind of an entry five star very famous on convention center but also in terms of leisure offerings then you know for the last two years what which brand has really been gaining momentum is our let's say standalone called Radisson brand which is really an upscale brand which is you know as much more of a lean operation much more functional and I think that has been really gaining traction uh, where probably 60% of our pipeline over the last two years have been towards uh, Radisson brand itself and then as I mentioned to you Radisson Red very lifestyle product which you know has been very successful in South Africa and is being expanding now further uh, across key getaway cities globally but also now in Africa as I mentioned with Lagos and then finally our mid-scale product will be uh, parking by Radisson so those are our core brands and eventually across COVID we launched a more soft brand opportunity which was uh, Radisson Individual so this is more in terms of a plug-and-play solution for existing properties but which wish to have access to Radisson Network Okay, you also launched I think a year ago or two years ago your mines uh, division or you know, portfolio how is it faring and what is the, the, the uh, idea around that uh, your business unit? Yeah, look, when we look at meeting and events, uh, as you call it, I think this was something where we wanted to become really experts. So I think what we have tried to do ourselves from an innovation point was mo- first, you know, anything which was digital and the ability to do online booking of, you know, meeting and events, which was never provided before in the past. You'd always had to do, you know... Uh, remote to manual request. Now we have the ability to provide and promote all our destination and meeting facilities for people to book directly online and see the availability. And I think because, yes, convention business is still one of the core business of Radisson, which is certainly one of our strengths across the continent. When you look at Kigeroi cities, again, uh, within the continent, you know, Radisson Blue is usually the main brand that operates uh, with an example of Kigali, but also, as we mentioned, Niamey, Niger, today here uh, in Nairobi and other property across West and, and South Africa. Now, let's look about, uh, you know, let's talk about uh, education and uh, what you do for community. What is the plan in Africa by, you know, Radisson to help scale up education for people in the ecosystem of where you operate? Yeah, look, I think by, by default we have taken a commitment part of our credo and the motto of Radisson in terms of you know, ensuring that we protect the environment, but also communities, but also in terms of, as you mentioned, employment opportunities. So I think when, when we look at Africa today, in most of the cases, 99% of the employment or the employees are actually nationals of their own or the countries where we operate. And in many cases, we are pushing this to 100%. And that means eventually we're putting functions from anything from the line front up to general manager, which we're training, we're creating a lot of, you know, mentoring program and coaching plan where, you know, people that have an opportunity to grow within uh, the ladder of, 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 of Radisson will have given the opportunity. And this is regardless of nationality and regardless of education background. So I think one of the commitments we have taken as a company is ensuring that, yes, not only we we provide the tools and resources, but we certainly provide uh, a development plan for everyone who's in the company. Again, it brings you back to your your report last year where you talked about how you've, uh, you've achieved an incredible a sustainability target. Mm-hmm. How, how is that doing now? And what is the next level I want to take it? Look, I think when we take the umbrella commitment that we have, I think the first priority for us is this neutral carbon and net zero, which is by 2050. And I think this is everything from operational uh, functions to also, you know, construction materials. So I think when we take 
you know, the development of a property today, we certainly are ensuring green labeling, you know, green certification, I think from anything from construction material, but also energy efficiencies, you know, measure of, of you know, savings. And that's, I think, one aspect of it. The other aspect is, you know, sustainability in terms of, yeah, what is the footprint and the impact that we provide as, as a company and as an operating company in terms of local suppliers, local farms, how do we have a value chain so that everyone is benefiting? So it's not only, you know, the carbon impact itself, but it's also, you know, ensuring that everyone is benefiting from, from the business where we operate. Now, finally, what is the future? I know you, I mean, you're growing over 100 hotels right now in Africa. Mm-hmm. By the end of the year, what's your anticipation of your... Uh, number of uh, openings are you doing again no look as i mentioned to you i think we're very proud of of as much as the signings but mainly from the openings that we had i think in the last 24 months we opened 14 hotels across africa i think this year we're already now in june but we have more than six hotels planned to open at the end of this year and again probably a similar schedule entering in 2024 so that shows you the pace in which we're really materializing our signings but which we're creating those job opportunities locally and, and and for the region so i think for us we certainly are still aiming to that target, as I mentioned, of 150 hotels within the next five years. And this is 100% organically. When you look at Radisson versus the others in the industry, we have grown 100% organically with only our brands and the efforts of our own resources. And I think that's that's the pace that we want to maintain. So that pace is usually, as I mentioned, anywhere around 10 to 12 signings a year. And, and that will usually translate around six to eight hotels openings a year. So we're having about three three to go because now you announced seven right correct so look we're still maintaining uh, the momentum i think we're very proud to see the momentum this year already uh, half year through and we've already announced more than 1400 rooms i think we certainly expect to announce more towards the end of the year and as i said we're trying to maintain a balanced approach so as much we have seen more activity this year so far in west africa i think east africa remains a priority the other priority as i mentioned to you in this region will be tanzania and others we will hope eventually to announce soon also projects there and i think we're trying to maintain that balance also between north and, and sub-saharan africa what is your biggest challenge in africa look i think if we look today i think it's, it's beyond africa but africa is probably suffering the most because of the volatility of the market you know certain macroeconomic condition but two front is one cost of construction material and this is because of the current inflationary trends and i think that cost of construction apply to development but that inflation trend also apply you know to current operating costs cost of living cost of salaries and and, and cost of doing business and i think that's one element where globally we're being impacted consumer is passing on on the rate but i think this is something which we really hope quickly will will resolve itself and so that you know also financing and access to financing will become more viable and that was the second front cost of capital is very expensive today in africa and globally interest rate are going up because of the result of of inflation and i think yes so long those projects will still maintain a high cost of construction and and difficult ability to secure financing i think we will still see a challenge of 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 more projects thank you thank you and i appreciate your time thank you Thank you.